What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my rock star clients in the 10K Coaching Academy, and her name is Janelle Wheel. Hi, Janelle. Hello. How's your day going? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I just got out of a therapy session with my counselor, and we were talking about my life, and now I feel a lot more aligned and I feel present. I feel really good. <laughs> How are you? You did you did your hair today. You look amazing. Thanks. It's part of uh, something that I'm trying to do to level up. What's your level up? What are you working on right now? Just attraction and rebuilding, reviewing, and um, trying to just, you know, align everything the way I really, really want it. Because I've been like head down, grind, 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 grind. And sometimes yeah. I forget myself in that. So it's time to level up not only my business, but my looks and my health and all that stuff. I absolutely love it. That's super cool that you say that. I was talking to one of my mastermind clients this morning. His name's Joey Granary. Joey's absolutely killing it. He's at $15,000 a month. He messaged me. He's like, bro, he's like, I am working 13 to 16 hours a day and I have no time for myself. And I told him, I was like, man, you're at the point right now in your business. So like, I feel like you're at that point too, where like your business is going to grow no matter what you do. So at this point, it's like, you have to decide what kind of lifestyle you want to have. Otherwise you just find like, I don't know about you, but unless I'm designing my life, I can literally sit in front of my computer for like 16 hours. Like oh, legit. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Like once you're in momentum, it kind of just kind of flows, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. let's chat about your backstory. So Janelle, who are you? What got you into fitness? What got you into personal training? I know that there's a lot of people in this academy that know who you are, but some of the people on the podcast might not have heard of Janelle. So who's Janelle Wheel? What got you into fitness? Let's give people your backstory. So I used to weigh almost 700 pounds and I've lost over 375 pounds. And in the process of doing that, I decided to help people because they kept asking me, how did you lose weight? Blah, blah, blah. So I started at a Pilates company working for them and I didn't really enjoy it. And then, so I decided to become a personal trainer and quit my corporate job. One day just came home and said, Hey babe, I'm done. I quit. And mm. my husband was like a banker. So he was like, what are you talking about? You can't just quit your <laughs> job. And I'm like, I can quit my job and I can build this business. So I opened up, we had a studio and we had in-person clients and all that kind of stuff. And then COVID hit and we had to shut down our studio. And I had dabbled in online training before, like had trainerized for a while, but wasn't sure exactly what I was doing with it. And then one day <laughs> I was on LinkedIn and this kid comes and asks me, what are you doing? Do you want to hop yeah, on? Wait, wait, wait. Before we talk about my own shenanigans, which we're going to talk about that for sure. I think we skipped over a fucking huge part of the story where you dropped 375 pounds. Yes. Okay. So That's fucking crazy. And I think people want to hear about that. So let's talk about that. Okay. What, so, like, what was it that made you make that decision? Like, where were you at in your life? And what, like, what was it that was like, I'm going to lose 300, like, I'm going to fucking do this? I wanted to die. So I didn't want to live anymore. And it was one day I was taking my son out of the car and I turned around and he was gone. Couldn't find him anywhere. And he was two and I look and he's going down the driveway and we lived on this really busy street. Mm. And so I see him and he's, it's like dark, it's raining, it's October. And I see him going out and I start running 
and legit, I couldn't run anymore and collapsed to the ground because I couldn't take another breath. Mm. And I watched him go out on the road and my dog at the time jumped the fence, grabbed him by the back of the jacket, pulled him into the driveway as a semi-truck went by. And mm. that was my wake-up call. It was my full-on rock bottom. It was, I want to live. And I just held him sobbing and was like, this, I will never give up on you again. And every single day, he's why I wake up. My kids are why I wake up. It's why I do what I do. It drives me. It is my 100% my why. Boom. That's super powerful. And I just started literally, I took all the money I was spending on fast food because I was legit going to McDonald's like six times a day. I was eating over probably 20,000 calories a day. I just took all that money I was spending and paid for a personal trainer and sat in a chair because I couldn't fit on a treadmill and Mm. sat in a chair and just lifted weights for five minutes at a time because that's all I could do. And Mm. every day I went back, I went back three times a week. I went back four times a week and and the weight just started to come off. And as the weight started to come off, I started to feel my worth and Mm. I started to feel who I used to be because I weighed Mm. 160 pounds Mm. and I ate myself to 700 pounds when my father passed away suddenly. I didn't Mm. know how to cope with it. And so I just ate. I didn't know what to do. So that's how I got to that 700 pounds. And then my son almost dying was the turning point. And then I just started, you know, nothing could stop me after that happened. Like mm-hmm. nothing, no cold, no, no snow. I would literally, I didn't have a car. I would walk to her house and work out and walk home. Like it was like, I nothing would stop me. And since that day, this is my attitude about everything. There's mm-hmm. nothing that can stop me. There's nothing worse than that moment. Mm-hmm. I think this is why me and you are friends. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I like, I love, oh, I love that so much because for me, like that's such an impactful, incredible story. And just a true test of your resilience, having something like that wake you up and make you realize that there's something bigger and that you're not going to let anything stop you. That moment for me that like the wake up call was when I got fired from all my jobs. I came back to my grandma's house and I was like high on drugs and I laid on her couch and I just laid there and she just hugged me and she cried and she like read me the Bible. And I was like, man, this like woman loves me so fucking much. And I'm just being such a scumbag. I'm like, I will never, ever, 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 ever be like this again, ever. I crawled my way out of addiction. And it was like, The first time I ever went for a run around that lake after my addiction was like, I made it three steps and I almost collapsed. But I was like, I'm coming back tomorrow and I'm going to make it six steps. I'm coming back tomorrow and I'm going to run half a lap. I'm not coming back tomorrow. I'm going to run a full lap. And it was like that, like that's where it started building from, you know, I'm the same way. Like nothing will ever stop me ever. Nothing. There's nothing that could ever be that horrible. Mm. Giving up on your own child will never be that horrible. Like, Mm. I will never do that again. Like he was too, like I had already like thought about an exit strategy because I was just so miserable, but Mm -hmm. to give up on him just literally changed my entire life. Like, Mm. and from that day, haven't stopped. Have Mm. not stopped. No matter what I got diagnosed with Crohn's four years ago, I have not stopped. I have Mm. got COVID. I didn't stop. Like I just, I keep going no matter what it is. Like, and I never hear you complain ever. Not once. (laughs) I've never, you've never complained to me. Not a single time. Not once. Because I'm not going to play a victim to my own mentality. Like, it's just, it's not my 
Yeah. You've never said clients aren't reaching out. You've never complained, not once. You just work harder. You just watch the videos and you just work harder. Yeah, like every time I'm on a live, I'm taking notes. I'm the one that's written almost every word that they've everybody said. Like mm -hmm. I just, and then I have it in my front of my face and I am constantly working to get 1% better, even 10% better. Like I just, I don't have it in my brain that nothing will work for me and that this will never work. It's always how can I make it my own and how can I move forward? Mm, so awesome for the people listening like i know the people in the academy know of your success for the people listening to the podcast how many clients do you have right now and where's your business at we have i would say over a hundred and we're making anywhere from 12 to sixteen thousand a month and how many followers do you have on instagram just just so that everybody really understands how fucking much of a hustler you are Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred followers. Yeah. And over a hundred clients. Yeah. That's respect. Respect. That's I literally serve my clients every single day. I will literally put my hand over my daughter's face and say, stop talking if someone messages me. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I love yeah. it so much. Okay, so when me and you first met, now let's get into our shithead story. Oh. Um, so when me and you first met, we actually, our first dialogue was a little bit of like a, um, you were a little bit mad at me. And you said, you read one of my posts and it said, I made a post and I said, your fitness trainer shouldn't be fat. I remember you reached out to me and you're like, like, why the hell are you talking to me if this is how you feel? And I was like, no, you misinterpreted the context of the post. My post was saying that if you're not on a fitness journey yourself, like you shouldn't be a fitness trainer because it's like, you're not going to be able to inspire people. And I like, I remember the phone conversation I had with you. I was like, you lost 300 pounds. I'm like, that's a fucking crazy story. You need to tell it more. But when you read that post and me and you first chatted, like, how are you feeling when you first read that post when me and I you were talking? Dick. Like, I just was like, this, who is this guy? Like, seriously. I'm like, he doesn't know women. He doesn't know people who are over 300 pounds. I'm like, and seriously, he wants me in his, his 10K Academy. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to be the only one there. And he's going to have to explain to all these people, this plus size, because at the time I was calling myself a plus size trainer, a plus size trainer. And he's going to, and I'm like, so why do you even want me there? Like, if this is the shit you're going to put out, why do you want me there? And I, and I'm the type of person that can't let something fester. If something's mm -hmm. really bothering me, I go right to the person because yeah. I don't play. Like, I'm not a, 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 a passive aggressive. I don't like all that shit. Like, if you're pissing me off, I need to talk to you about it so I can move on and so that's why I called him and I'm like why do you want me in your group if this is the way you feel and then you explained yourself and I was like okay I get it like but at first like I was so mad Ryan like I was, mm -hmm. I was just like what game are you playing <laughs> I, I bet I bet Connor was sitting back there and he's like yeah you're right this guy sucks <laughs> he was he was not a fan of yours for a while <laughs> over time he's warmed up connor yeah. is her husband for those of you guys that are tuning in uh, <laughs> um okay but that that's actually the story that you um you started really running with and you started writing your content and so like what like what did you start to notice as you started to be more like open and vulnerable and real on your social media and you really started to share it was like it was almost like you were sharing janelle instead of sharing like these are three secrets to help you lose weight it was like you started really like sharing you like what did you start to notice well the first thing you said is i needed to share my story and you 
if, if you don't know what Brian does, he has these modules that you go through or units that you go through and you learn. And I'm very much of a learn, implement, earn, learn, implement. And the one thing that sucked me is that you need to tell your story. And I never told it. I never told anybody. I was just a fitness trainer. I lost some weight and I never really told what happened. So I was like, how can I get my story out and really make an impact? And so I'm like, you know what, if I write this, they're not going to understand. But if I go to YouTube and do a video, people are going to know. And I cried, like full on cried. I like, you know, did all the things. And I was like, I just have to let it go. Like let everything go that I have put on myself and just tell my story. And I'm not joking, you guys. When I did that, my whole life changed. And I remember messaging you being like, I can't handle this. I don't know what to do. Like the messages are just flooding in. Like this is insane. Like, mm -hmm. and yeah. And then, so then when I realized that people connected to that and you were teaching me about connection posts, I was like, okay, I understand value posts and I understand proof posts and all that kind of stuff. But connection is where people really are coming to me for like they mm. want to know more about me so mm. i started writing about every single little thing like whether it made connor mad or made my family mad or <laughs> made a friend mad i literally wrote it and it has changed the game so i mm. write things that trigger people <laughs> mm. that's a nugget if you're listening to the podcast i write things that trigger people so my captions are quite triggering like they my one of my last ones that I wrote was I killed my best friend and it was all about the voice in my head that told me that everything was okay go eat that cake go eat this go do this mm. and I had to kill her because mm. if I didn't I would give in and I wouldn't move forward and I wouldn't do what I'd set out to do and I'd go mm. right back to 600 pounds and mm. so it just yeah and, it, and a lot of people message me and then I wrote a post this morning about <laughs> You're acting like a two-year-old and I basically called people on their <laughs> shit about eating their kids snacks and I got like six messages like you wrote that for me <laughs> <laughs> you're like yes I did actually yes I did <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's I awesome yeah that's freaking awesome just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. It's like, how do you come up with your ideas? Because like, I think that there's so many people that are tuning in right now that are wondering like, okay, like every single detail, but like when Janelle's creating content, like what does your creative process look like? When somebody pisses you off, do you like literally write it down? Do yes. you have like, um... <laughs> okay. what's your creative process for, for connection posts to really make them fire? Because your posts are amazing. Like, what do you do? What's your process? I legit listen to everything. So one of the things that I do very, very well is I listen more than I speak. So I'm constantly listening for content. So whether it be your podcast, whether it be people chatting in the 10K, I will hear something and write it down. I may not write a post right then about it, but it's always in my, my forehead. Or a client will say something to me and I'm like, really? Like, that's what you really believe? And so I'll write about it. And mostly people who piss me off get me more energized. But like I wrote a post about you saying you're an asshole. 
was an asshole. And it was I remember that, but it was actually nice. You called nice. me an asshole, but it was a nice post. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, or I'll listen to music or Gary Vee or, you know, someone inspirational and I'll hear little nuggets of things mm. and I just write them down in my notes and my phone. It's just, mm. it's just all like little things that I've heard and I will go and I'll just write something from it depending on mm. how I'm I freaking love that. If you're an online trainer and you're listening, I've got some nuggets to share with you because I do the exact same thing. I'm listening to, so like every single morning, I always listen to success motivation on YouTube. That's my thing. I just like, I start my morning with like a 10 to 20 minute walk on the treadmill, depends on feeling. And then I'm listening to success motivation while I'm on the treadmill. And whenever somebody says something, like somebody else say something that really sticks and I'm like, oh, that's a good line. And then I'll write that note. And then I'll always try to relate it to online trainers and like how that lesson applies to online trainers. So if somebody, like there's, there was a post that I wrote literally the other day, um, I forget what it was, but I heard a line and then I wrote that nugget down and then I can write that post about online trainers. So I love that. Another great thing that you just mentioned, which I think is super cool, and if you're listening to the podcast, this is really gonna help, is making sure that you have your notes on you and then if a client says something to you, even in the DMs, or in a phone conversation, or one of your clients does something that you're kind of like, that's not like, you shouldn't do that. Instead of just coaching that client on that thing, you can use that same piece of content and you can write that same piece of content. I love that. That's such a cool process. Yeah, I'm constantly looking for content in everything that I absorb. So I love to learn. I'm not a book smart person. Like if I have to sit mm. down and read a book, I usually fall asleep. But if I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to someone speak or I'm, you know, doing all that kind of stuff, I'm constantly listening for the trigger words, the, the mm. content. What am I going to get out of this? Mm. And if it's boring, then I usually just tune out. I'm the same. Yeah. I've even told my counselor, she's sent me some like YouTube videos to watch and the content, like the actual value is in what he's saying, but listening to the person makes me just want to like bang my head against my computer screen. So I'm like, I'm just like told my counselor, I'm like, if you're going to send me some information, it's got to be somebody that's engaging because if it's not, I'm going to turn it the fuck off. Yeah. I'm, the I'm same. not a super energetic person. Like I'm not the person who's like the cheerleader and stuff like yeah. that. But I will legit, like if we're having a conversation and you say something, I will go for it. Like I don't have anything in my brain that says, oh, don't say that. Mm. I will just say it. Mm. It's That's like cold. That's like cold. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I think that took time for you though, because I think yeah. when you first started telling your story, there was like, there's got to be some sort of fear, right? Because before you started sharing, was there like a fear of like, you know, what if people judge me or what if, you know, I share this part of my story and they're like, some people resent it or what if I get made? Like, was there like ever a fear of you sharing like who you were on social media, like fear of judgment? Yeah, because I was telling them that I gave up on my kid. Like, mm. do you know how many moms were going to judge me for that or my family? Like, who was like, they were going to know that I legitimately, and if my dog wouldn't have grabbed him by the back of the jacket, he might be dead today. Like, mm. that's fucking fear like mm. right there like that's just like judgment after judgment after judgment and mm. I had to make that call I tell the story and deal with the consequences or I dance around it and never really get to my greatness mm. oh, I'm gonna let that one sit for a minute that was a good line <laughs> that was a good one that was a good one I think the, the coolest part about telling your story it's not right or wrong it's just your truth yeah and I didn't understand right. that until I met right. you 
Yeah. It's like, it's, and it's, it's hard. Even sometimes for me, I, I still have to remind myself of that because like, I'm sure that as you started to share your story, Janelle, you start to realize that there's like always more skeletons in the closet that you could share. <laughs> you're like, I don't know if I want to share that part yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's, there's never, for me, it's like just knowing that it's not right or wrong. It's just your truth. But on my trainer, for those of you guys that are listening in, in order for people to want to work with you for your coaching program, they need to know you, they need to like you, and they need to trust you. They need to know you, like you, and trust you. And I think that so many, I don't know, tell me what you think about this, Chanel. I think a lot of online trainers are getting lost because they're posting three other booty building secrets, or they're trying to write content to an avatar specifically, but then the content seems impersonal because they're not injecting any of their actual opinion in it. Or they're afraid to speak their mind and write that post saying like, I killed my best friend talking about that voice in their head because they don't want to like say something that might trigger somebody, right? They're, everybody's playing on this fucking vanilla playing field where everybody's doing the same thing and people are afraid to speak out and be a little bit different. I think the biggest thing is that you need to write it from someone else's, like you need to write to that person so they see themselves in the post. You don't mm. write it from I'm talking to you. You write it to a point where like they can see themselves in the post. Mm. It may be something about you in your life, but it has, they have to see themselves in the post. Mm. Like that's the one thing that I do for sure. And just making sure that like, there has to be that, like you said, no, like and trust, the connection has to be there. Like there has to be, you have to connect to it, but stop, you know, trying to be fake, mm. trying try to like, oh, I can't even say the word. Like I, 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 I get it. I get it because I think that it's the reason that connection posts work really well is because we are all humans, correct? And all of us as humans have emotional experiences. And those people that are willing to share those emotional experiences with social media and they're actually real, when you share your emotional experience with social media, you connect with other people's emotional experience. So as an example, the other day I wrote a post and it was talking about how I had a really fucking hard time getting out of bed. I was like laying in bed. It was like 3.45 in the morning and I was just like laying there and I was like, oh, like I don't want to get up of bed right now. Like I'm like, fuck this alarm. I'm like, I want to go back to sleep. And I just like had this dialogue and this conversation in my head about why I need to skip the gym. And then sharing that on social media, it's like when I talk about that story and, and how I got out of bed and I went to the gym, there's people that can see themselves at the start, like the top of the post. They're like, oh yeah, like I've had that conversation in my head too. And then for me, they see the transformation at the end of the post. And I like writing connection posts in a way that give people hope. So it's like, this was my struggle, right? Right here. These were like the deep things that I was thinking. This is how I was feeling. And then this is me overcoming the struggle. So in the post, the way that I like to write connection is when I'm like writing to their pain or writing to my own pain, which connects to theirs and then overcoming that pain, which gives the audience, like when they read that, they're like, oh, I connect to that struggle and he got over it. So if he got over it, then I can get over it. Yeah. I think I, I really write from pain because being set, almost 700 pounds is so painful, not only emotionally, but physically. And so I literally go back to that day every single time I write. Like mm. what is the deep, hard truth and how awful was it? And I write from there. Mm. And so when someone will, you know, say, oh, can you look at my post? I'll look at their post and I'm like, there's no pain. There's no mm. <laughs> No, you know I agree. Mean? Yeah. And, and it's that's the, pain, the pain is the most important fucking part. Yeah. Because it's the most important part. Are dealing with that they don't actually want to deal with. <laughs> mm. That is what's going to cause people to want the solution in the first place. Yeah. Is when people can read your posts and go, 
Janelle fucking knows me and I need her help. Yeah, I need her help. I need your help is what I get a lot in the DM. Like, yeah. can you help me? Please help me. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Like every time it's like, there was uh, somebody commented on my post this morning. It was like, every post that you write is inside of my head. It's like, cause I understand online training cause I've done it for so long. I know what the pain feels like. And I know what the success feels like. Like I understand. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I've been 160 pounds. I've been over 600 pounds. I've been there about the t-shirt. Like to tell me all your struggles. Cause I've lied in my food journal. I've hid food. I've done all, you know, done all that stuff. So your excuses aren't really going to resonate with me because I've done it before. Your what you're going to do and the action you're going to take and how we're going to get you there is what I want to know. And this is, I'm going to talk about this for a second. Uh, let's go back to that, uh, the post that I made where I said your fitness trainer shouldn't be fat. And the reason I say that is because when you're on a fitness journey, like Janelle has been like, she's lost 300 pounds. It's like insane. It's so inspiring. It takes a certain level of like being really fucking honest with yourself in order to get like to lose 300 pounds. Like you really need to be a hundred percent honest with yourself and on your own journey, because when you're on your own journey and you're like, you're able to share that, that's what people connect to, right? That's connection. But if you're diluting yourself and you're a fitness coach, but you're not working out, you're eating shitty food, you're procrastinating on your own mindset. Everything you write will be fake because you're not connecting to anybody's pain because you're currently still in pain. So it's hard for you to like provide any solutions if you're, you haven't even solved the problem for yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a, a trainer and have a weight loss story. It could be any story. You just have to go there, like mm. actually go there, whether mm. you want to or not, you have to go there. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that. I'm going to jump in and say, it can be like how you went from depressed to feeling amazing. Like the steps that you took to overcome your depression. It could be like learning how to love yourself for the first time. Maybe you've been shredded your whole life, but you never, you don't really love yourself. And so going there is going to deeply connect with somebody because somebody's there. Yeah. But you got to be on your own journey, right? Mm -hmm. Or being the girl who has been skinny her whole life and, you know, is trying to get fit and everybody's like, oh, just eat a burger, eat a burger. Like go there. That's a mm. huge pain for, for women. Mm. I love that. Being in the bar scene, and this is guys, for those of you guys that are bartenders or getting into the nightlife, being in the bar scene and you're the only person that's working out and everybody's making fun of you because you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And it's like all of your friends are like, think you're like, they think you're less cool and they're shaming you because you're not hanging out with them. And now you feel guilty that you're on a fitness journey. Like that's, that's a part of the story too, right? Trying to like ditch the party life and get fit and get healthy. Um, so a couple more questions um, for, for Janelle, the, uh, the, the, uh, the queen of connection. Um, my question is, how do you know? So like I'm writing content, right? How do you know a piece of content is going to be really good? Like, what is it that for you that you like, when you're writing a post, you're like, oh, this one's going to be fucking good. Like you just know. Because the pit of my stomach says someone's going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> There's like a, that. there's a, if I'm scared to post this, I need to post this. That's good. I'm inspired. That is fucking good. I like that. Yeah. The pit of my stomach says <laughs> someone's going to get mad. That is good. I like that. I, every single post, I'm like, I'm going to get canceled today and I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is fire. That is super fire. I love that so much. That's like, that's a nugget in itself. Like, is this post going to piss somebody off? Mm -hmm. And if it's not, then it needs to get a little bit juicier. Yeah, it needs to be better. If I'm just mm. like, eh, then I rewrite it. Mm. I love it. That's super cool. 
That's super cool. That literally excites me to write my next piece of content. I'm like, ooh, like I want to go somewhere today. Let's fucking do it. That's cool. I love that. That's super exciting. Anybody else listening to the podcast hype after hearing that statement? When the pit of my stomach tells me this is going to piss somebody off. That's amazing. Okay. Is there any other tidbits for the audience? So Janelle is the queen of low ticket. Is there any other tidbits for the audience that you might want to share with the fam, with the squad? Yeah, like you are your own block. You're your biggest critic. You're your biggest block to being great. Mm -hmm. And you have to remove the block. So Mm -hmm. if you really want to up, level up, and really take your business to the next level, first of all, you need to hire Brian Mark. Second of (laughs) all, (laughs) you need to remove the judgment that you put on yourself. It's only killing your vibe and people can see right through you. Mm. Like the more authentic you are, the more people will love you. The more fake you are, the more you're going to lose people. Like, um, I don't care about 300,000 followers. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just care about the people who are following me now. Oh, there was something that you said on, I don't know if it was a discussion we had or where was it? But you said, <laughs> I don't care about having 10,000 followers. I care about deeply connecting with the thousand that I have. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, damn, that is fire. Yeah. It's truly, I'm there to serve the people that are listening to me and more Mm -hmm. people will listen when those people tell them to. A hundred percent. I love that so much. And that's why you have a hundred clients out of 1200 followers. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're not focused on out there. (laughs) What's that? You just did a hundred yesterday or 1200? 1200 but it's it's so funny because there's so many online trainers and guys i've fallen into this trap too so like i'm not i'm definitely not you know captain perfect where we start chasing followers and chasing views and chasing likes and then we're like oh my views and my likes are down but it's like who gives a shit if you're actually making an impact on the people that are there right if the people that are there are like absorbing your content and they're going like damn i needed this or she just slapped me in the face with that one. Like if that's the, if that's what you're causing, then that's, what's going to, you know, lead to those messages that are like, I need your help. But if you're not going there with your content and like, for me going there is like, are you actually sharing shit that you're going through? Or are you, you know, afraid to post on social media because you don't want to tell that part of your story because you're afraid of judgment. Are you actually going there when you're like speaking your mind about a certain topic? Or are you afraid of saying how you actually feel because you don't want to, you know, be too abrupt and, piss somebody off, right? Like you've got to go there. Like you've got to write that content. And that, that quote from the podcast is going to stick with me for sure is I know a piece of content is good when in the pit of my stomach, it says this is going to piss somebody off today. <laughs> oh, that's good. And you know me, like, you know, that I don't sugarcoat it mm-hmm. like ever. So it's just how I roll. Like, it's just my people know that, like, I'm not going to make you feel pretty or tell you that you look good if you don't. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like if you're fucking up, then let's, let's fix it. Like Mm. there's no like handholding in my world. And that's the same way you grow your business too. Like you like come in, you absorb, you implement as fast as possible. Then like you, you do ask questions as well. You're like, Hey B, what do you think about this? But then I tell you something and you're like, okay, sweet. See you later. And then you go implement for like three weeks and you come back and you're like, I made $10,000. I'm like, cool. (laughs) Like that's, that's just the way that you work though. And, and I think that losing, losing 300 pounds gave you the patience to overcome any adversity that you're facing in your life. Right? Like if you're, you know, if you're not attracting clients, it's like, okay, well, you know, you apply the same mindset that you applied to losing 300 pounds. It's like, I'm just going to show the fuck up every single day until it happens. Like that's what it takes to be successful. That's why, that's why, that's why I fucks with Janelle. Okay. <laughs> that's why, that's why I I'm a fan a back, of Janelle. I had a back injury in July. 
I sprained my SI joint. And the, the, the Cairo said to me, she's like, it's going to take seven to eight weeks. I'm like, I have three. I will give you three weeks. <laughs> and within 10 days, I was up walking. And within three weeks, I was back working out. That's amazing. It's going to take eight. I'll give you three. I'll be back. <laughs> so, so you get three to fix me. So you better fucking hurry up. Okay. <laughs> uh, this was super inspiring. I think everybody tuning in can agree. Janelle Wheel is a testament of hard work, commitment, and just like super vulnerable, real. Uh, you're just a real awesome human. So I'm pumped to have you on this podcast. This was an awesome experience. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and showing up for us today, Janelle. This was awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, guys, that's it. That's all. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. <laughs>